What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. It is Friday, a week before Thanksgiving. Last year around this time, I think I was actually back in America. No, no, I wasn't. I was at my bar, Arts and Crafts, preparing for Friendsgiving at the first and only Black and Owned first and only 100%, let me correct myself, Black-owned bar and art gallery on the island of Formosa in Taiwan. But now this year, I am back home, and I'm actually excited to be back home. Sadly, I can't be with my family because I am away on business and, you know, trying to build myself up, building relationships, all that good stuff. But um, again, just being back home in America and being able to cook and have access to seasonings, right? Seasonings that I just want to have in, in my stomach and my belly for Thanksgiving, uh, and being able to get online and cook uh, sweet potato pie with my mom. We're going to do that because I want to, and I love sweet potato pie, and I want to learn how to make it instead of having to ask my friends to make it. But enough about me and what I have upcoming. hope you guys have been having an amazing uh, week so far, and I hope you're diving into the weekend excited and ready to, you know, just tackle whatever you have to tackle. Hopefully, you took the whole next week off, and you're just ready, right? Um, before I get into everything, don't forget to subscribe to the Black Expat Podcast on whatever you're listening to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, or what have you. If you want all of my episodes, make sure you check them out on Podbean, where they are all available. And you can check me out on YouTube, because most of my episodes, the Her Story series, is available on YouTube, in addition to some cool stories that I've uploaded there. But today, what are we talking about? Right? Pivoting. Now, there's levels to pivoting right? And they're all necessary. And I know when you think of pivoting, some of us think of basketball and, you know, we don't really use it. We prefer big words that are, uh, that, that sound good to the ear, but also have become a little bit more intimidating, right? We prefer sometimes to hear change or switched it up, right? Or uh, I've done a 180 or glow up and things like that. And, you know, those are necessary and good and important things too, but they're also a little bit extreme, right? Sometimes you don't need to glow up. You just need to pivot a little bit. Sometimes you don't need to completely change who you are, right? You just need to pivot a little bit, right? Sometimes you don't need to 100% compromise on something. You just need to pivot a little bit. So that's kind of what I want to focus on and talk about today, you know, from an expat's perspective, because I am still the Black expat, and this is the Black expat podcast, but, you know, also just about life, right? What I realized from my experience of being an expat and being a repat coming back here, and then eventually, because I am going to go back to Taiwan, is that life is about pivoting right? And again, like with life, most things aren't for everyone, right? Everyone's not set up or not able to or in the mindset or have the ability to pivot when they want to or honestly at all. We all know people who are stubborn and set in their ways, not necessarily old people. They could be young. They can be whatever. Just like, you know what? This is how I do things. This is how I see it in my head and I can't see it any other way. And typically, those people aren't the most successful, but they also can have success in what they're doing and can also only do that, right? Not being able to pivot is a limiting factor. And I've talked about that in my limiting factor podcast. Ooh, go check it out. You know, so so for some of us as well, like we get so far in our heads, right? And have and we have our own level of success. And we prefer to judge. And if you don't judge, then you see yourself as teaching others, right? Well, I've learned this. I've done this. Well, someone's asked me for advice or someone didn't ask me for advice. I just felt like putting my opinion out there. You know, and we, and we tend to, you know, to teach others, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm all about information sharing. It's important how you share information. 
that is very important, right? Not everyone receives information the same way or should receive it the same way, which is why I'm glad I have the background of teaching because it taught me how, you know, how different people are and how different people need to receive things in different ways. And I need to, as a person, as a human being with feelings, understand that. Like, yeah, I can talk to my sister very bluntly and directly because she knows that our foundation is 100% love right? It's coming from a place of love and she can do the same thing to me. But, you know, Joe Smo or one of my good friends who had a lot of success and just, you know, hit rock bottom and is trying to build himself back up. I may not be that blunt. I need to take a softer approach to things. And again, that is okay. But think about it, just reflect on it for yourself, right? If you are a person who gives advice or you know someone who gives advice and, you know, judges in some ways, but also teaches in some ways, do you feel like, you know, you're practicing what you're preaching? to others? Are you yourself being dynamic? You know, are you not just listening uh, to what you hear and then passing it forward, but are you actually applying what you hear to your daily life and more so leading by example, right? Are you able to pivot with new information? No one's perfect. Things have changed so quickly in the past two years because of the pandemic. People who are able to pivot, right? Not necessarily change. Oh, just because you had a business, you don't have to change your name because the pandemic, you know, has, has shut down some things that you were doing, but how well have you pivoted to make sure that your business can remain sustainable? What new features have you added, right? Like, for example, the best example I have is in some states, McDonald's, they had this service where you can park, they added more parks outside the restaurant for people who did online orders and for Uber Eats drivers. Uber Eats drivers and DoorDash, you can stop there, you call into McDonald's, and then the McDonald's worker will come out and deliver your food to your car. You call in or you text in, you do that and you keep it going. Some companies did that. Some didn't, right? The ones who did do that saw their employees feeling a little bit safer, kept their employees afloat. The ones that didn't, KFC, some Popeyes. Have you noticed their lines are slower? The employees aren't as happy. People love to order there, but every time you order there, you're not sure if you're going to get your order. drive through lines are stupid long. Like McDonald's still has long lines, but there's multiple ways to get your food. You can call ahead, right? They took it. They pivoted. They went, oh, okay. Again, they had the resources to do it, but they pivoted. But they still stayed true to what McDonald's is. Fast food. We want to make sure that the one thing that we're promising you that we're able to do, and that's get you your food fast. Now, away from big corporations like McDonald's that have a lot of money. Back to me. I'll use a personal experience, right, of being willing and able to, to pivot. And also things that I've, I've observed as a manager and as a leader, teaching and managing and directing in Taiwan. Right. Teaching in and of itself, shout out to all the teachers, all the educators, and all the parents, because parents, you're life's biggest teachers. Since your kids shoot out the womb, you are the one that teaches them everything. How to walk, how to talk, how to crawl, how not to break stuff, how to have accountability, all those things. Right. But let's focus on teaching abroad specifically. Right. Because they teaching, you know, in your home country where you speak the language, there's very few things that you don't understand. You may not agree with policies, but you can read them and fundamentally understand them. You're a part of the conversation. You can give feedback. Right. But abroad, you don't really get all that. Right. Even as a director, there are some meetings I wasn't privy to because they were saying it in their in their native language. And they had cultural things that I'm possibly maybe or couldn't understand. They didn't have the patience to teach me whatever. Right. But imagine, you know, when just being a teacher, right? When I was just a regular teacher and having information passed down to you, right? Not in your native language, or maybe it was in native language, but it was, you know, it was jumbled. You didn't really get the clear picture. And sometimes, as you know, with working in any profession, specifically teaching, you get information at the last minute, right? 
like literally last minute. There were times where I was teaching and right before I walked into the class, teacher was like, oh yeah, you can't teach this today because some other teacher came in and taught it yesterday. We need you to teach this. All right, good luck. Two minutes, start. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Or it was like, hey, today your your uh your whole class is canceled. You gotta you gotta do this instead. Like, what? Or the week before or something, like, oh yeah, so the kids uh were complaining to their parents that you didn't teach them this and it's gonna be on their test. So you have to change what you're teaching uh for this entire week, even though we know you already made a week-long plan of what you're gonna teach in class. Like, imagine that. Again, this comes up in every company, in every business, right? Emergencies come up, changes happen. Like, it's just a part of it. Teachers who couldn't do that like they were like nah i don't understand why this is so unorganized there's every other place i've taught that has been super organized i don't understand why you guys are so unorganized i'm like no things happen so the teachers who could who couldn't handle it right they couldn't deal with it bolted they were out like nah i can't do this this is just unprofessional right my mind just couldn't handle it the teachers who could were good at pivoting okay i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna pivot i'm gonna pivot to something i have a backup plan right i'm more than prepared as a teaching professional to handle when things come up. In my mind, I'm going to work through all the scenarios that I can do, and I'm going to make it happen. Now, you know, sometimes it is unreasonable a minute before you go into class telling you to change everything. That's unreasonable, right? But if you have a week, you know, a couple days, a few hours, then you should be able to, in the grand, grand scheme of things, pivot to produce a lesson to teach kids for 30 minutes, for 40 minutes, right? That isn't an impossible task to do. Is it annoying? Yeah. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. Is it impossible? No. Like imagine you're responsible for people's lives, their health insurance, their money, their day to day. And you are CEO having to make decisions during a pandemic. And you have to pivot an entire company, an entire group of people, right? Because you can't change everything because then you have to reteach everything from the ground up and then you're losing more than you're gaining. Then the whole thing fails. You have to pivot, right? You have to pivot. And then pivoting made me, because again, this happened a lot in international teaching for me, my first one or two or three years until I was in a position where I could affect that on a higher level, right? So my job was to manage that stress at a high level, make sure my teachers thrived at a, you know, at their level, which was great. And included myself because even though you're a director, you still have to teach. So the decisions you make, they still impact you, which is one of the things I love, loved and hated it. I loved it, but I also was like, man, I, I need to do more for my teachers. I can't do that if I'm in class 10 hours a week. I just can't because I have to prepare for each of my classes. It's not 10 hours of the same class. It's five different classes for two hours a week. That's a lot, right? On top of managing, on top of hiring and all that. It's just a lot. But what pivoting did for me, you know, it made me great in the classroom, especially early on. Before I had, I was a tenured teacher. There were just so many moving parts, like teachers getting sick, teachers not liking management, leaving. You have to go in and sub for this class. Uh, as soon as you walk out of a class, you got to do that. Being able to pivot really prepared me for business. One, it did really make me great in the classroom, right? Uh, the kids couldn't tell I wasn't prepared. I didn't want them to see that because you all know how kids are. The moment they, they, they smell fear, oh, yeah, you scared, you unprepared. You don't know what we're doing today. They're going to run all over you. I was like, oh, no, we're not having that. I was pulling all sorts of things out of the box. All the games I did as kids, everything I read online, uh, just making stuff up. Let's play hangman, but instead of hanging a man, we gonna do trees, like all this stuff, like anything. But what I'm saying is pivoting helped me with every other aspect of things that I did moving forward. Having a business, having a business during a pandemic, not giving up, right? Cause you know, like, like I had a business partner, he was just very negative, quick to give up. Right. As soon as, oh, well, it's not going the way it was when we first started. I don't know what to do. I'm done. Was not flexible and willing to pivot. 
Me, complete opposite. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Even if I'm going to, if no one comes in, I'm going to keep pivoting until something, something happens, right? I had that ride or die. He was, oh, no, it ain't working. Let's just, you know, shut it down. I'm done. You know, and that's, and that's a different mentality, right? That just shows some people are okay with pivoting. I've resigned. Others kind of curl up and say, oh, uh, this is uncomfortable. I, want, I need to get out of it, right? This isn't for me. Right, I need something that's that's sustainable, that's stable. Again, entrepreneurs, people who you know build up their companies, bootstrap companies, kings and queens, and others of pivoting, right? Because you have to. It's a big part of what you do every day. I, I look at it even with my podcast, right? Pivoting. Think about it. I've pivoted multiple times. Sometimes on purpose. Sometimes on purpose. Sometimes out of necessity. Right? Life changes. Right, I'm the black expat, but my life is not the same every day. It'd be weird if I came on and I podcast every day about the same thing. That's why I love that I traveled a lot. That's why I love that I'm always doing different things. I love getting out and exploring because I need material and I need things to talk about. Right, I needed that. Life changed. A pandemic happened. I couldn't just keep talking about, oh, yeah, travel is great. Come on out here. And you can't get on a plane. Right? How, how would I look? Yeah, y'all should come out here and visit Taiwan. Oh, can't get into the country. Oh, that's a terrible podcast. Nobody would listen. Nobody wants to listen to that. But I realized early on as well, speaking of my podcast, there's only a finite number of, number of black expats for a variety of different reasons, right? Good and bad. There's a finite number of black expats, right? And the number I have access to is even smaller, right? And then those who would be good interviews are even smaller. And then those who would even do it, be on the podcast willingly, without compensation, leaves me at like 100. Right? It's even smaller. So I could have handicapped my podcast and been like, I'm interview-based only. I'm sharing stories. That's it. But no, the Black Expat Podcast, my podcast, is about, it's, it's holistic. It's about all the things that make up and encompass the black expat experience told through my eyes and through my experience, but also I welcome others on when I have the chance to. But if I only relied on that and I only relied on my own experience when I couldn't leave my country, Taiwan, because of the pandemic, couldn't even leave the house sometimes, then like, what would I have to talk about? So again, life is about pivoting and how well you can pivot. And if you understand the importance of pivoting, again, and I, I open this by saying it's not for everyone, right? Some of the most successful people can do it, but it's not everyone can handle it. It is a lot of pressure, but you have to be very self-aware and understand, well, hey, it's okay to pivot. It's okay for things to be different, right? I need to embrace that because the more I'm able to pivot, like, again, your business can open, it could be booming. But if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, that's the definition of insanity, one, but eventually it's going to grow sour. You have to add things, not a lot, again, not change what you're doing, but add, add special discounts, improve on your customer, customer experience, right? Shift your marketing for seasons, right? Every business is like that. You have to understand how to pivot. And again, pivoting isn't exactly switching it up entirely. It's not leaving your job right? It's maybe changing how you approach it, right? Adjusting your responsibilities. It's not leaving your partner, but it's practicing different habits. It's actively listening to your partner, right? It's trying different things to make it work, to make it make sense, right? So there's levels to pivoting and they're all necessary, but we have to be self-aware 
and more secure and less insecure, shout out to the TV show, about this in order to be good at it, right? And that's what life is. That's what experiences are. And that's why sometimes you got to pivot this. Sometimes you got to pivot that. But it's all working toward the same thing, the same goal, how you align things, right? So again, the experience abroad that I've had as an expat has really shown me that. It's taught me that. Like, I've always thought, like, I didn't think I was going to be in Taiwan for that long. But I pivoted. I like teaching. Okay, this is cool, but I want more. All right, pivot. Now I'm in management. This is cool, but I want more. All right, pivot. Started my own company, CP Travels. All right, now I want more. Pivot. Started my own podcast. Started another podcast. All right, cool. Pivot. Open a bar. Pivoting. Okay, those were some pretty big changes, too. But again, it was using what I learned, what I was able to do. Like, again, not leaving the country because I felt incomplete but pivoting how I was receiving and producing and practicing within a space that I loved and I felt comfortable, right? And kind of, that's kind of what I'm doing here back in America now, pivoting. So again, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed you know, this episode today. I have an amazing, amazing interview with the Black woman coming up. Make sure you guys check that out. That'll be coming soon. Uh, check that out. And my next episode, next, next episode, will be called Code Switching. You guys will not want to miss out on this conversation. I actually already recorded it. It's going to be one of my late night episodes that I published, but check that out. I talk about code switching, and it's a great conversation. But anywho, make sure you like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Leave a comment. Let me know how you feel about it. Uh, you know, share it with your friends, your family. Go on YouTube. Check me out on Medium where I write about stuff. Uh, check out the Black Expat Podcast Network and the amazing people featured on there. And, you know, be inspired. Remember, pivoting is okay. I'm out of here, guys. My name is Carl, the Black Expat. We out here.